pump oxygen and the red ones pump blood. Tell more about tell us more about it. So so yeah, it's just like um but if you have too much blood pumping, that's really bad. But if you have if you don't have enough, your heart stops beating. That's like heart attack, cardiac arrest, all that stuff is really bad. But then if you have too much too much oxygen in your blood, your blood will change colors. Like it'll go from red to like a blue and then it'll eventually just like uh, bicep meets your like arm. Is that right? Area. Is that right? All right. And we're all right. testing, testing, testing. testing. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello. How are you? Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Tonight, it's almost sundown, so it's almost Hanukkah. Almost Hanukkah. Yeah. Well, today we have a very special sit-in guest. Our very first. Very first sit-in guest. People have been asking. No, right. People, Many people, people have been asking and do the thing. But we have somebody very special today who's going to sit with us through just a few moments. But... um. He is here to tell us that at Hilton at Island is still fun. But you do it uh, not again. Exactly like what a teenager would say. Try again. We try to get it with a little pep in your step. Yeah. Okay. Hilton at Island is still fun. How about that? <laughs> All right. Bro. Okay. Welcome, Raiden Demarion. This is Heather's almost 12 year old or almost 13 year old. If you couldn't tell from how excited he was to be here with us. Yeah. Um, but we're also here to tell you, and we're all going to say it together, that Hilton Island, Island is still fun. Well, hello, Graydon. Hello, Miss Helen. How are you? I'm good. Are you excited to sit here with your mom and I for a little bit? Pretty excited. Yeah, I tell. So I just picked Graydon up and we are recording the podcast and then we're going to head over to Low Country Celebration Park for the menorah lighting and then we're going to go to Frosty Frog and get a burger. I love that. Our favorite burger. Mm-hmm. Um, so Graydon. Yeah. It's your first, it's the first sit-in. Mm-hmm. 22 episodes. Your first sit-in is great and demerit. So um, tell us a little bit about how Hilton Head is fun for you. It just is. I mean, it's like, it's really like, oh, if you look at all the big stuff, it's really set. If you look in the smaller stuff, it's really good too. Like, just like if you go to the beach during the summer, especially when like the sun is starting to set, it's, it's really good. You know, just the weather, it's, re- it's really nice. I That's like my it. favorite time to go to the beach, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And a little high tide, too, so you can get some wave action and a little sunset. Yeah. yeah. But winters are also really good, too. They're my they're my second favorite because it's also just, like, it's really nice because, like, live on an island, like, it's basically picture perfect. But then you also get to wear, like, you know, like, pants, sweatshirt. It's just really nice, you know, and it's, it's nice. It's really, it's really good. It's almost like you're Heather Rothstein. I just like to be cozy and wear a sweatshirt every once in a while. Yeah. Well, Greedon, like, what's your favorite activity to do yeah. on the island right now? Um, right now, yeah. Well, it's it's, it's different during the winter because it's um, there's like the beach is kind of out of the question because the water's too cold, and also there's not like well, it's not yeah. technically too cold. It's just too cold for you. What? I'd like to see you go to the beach during the Hey, I'll I'll jump in. Well, okay, fine. I, you guys want a polar plunge? We're yeah, gonna polar. polar plunge. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm doing the polar plunge this year, but um. Probably right now, during, like, all four seasons of the year, just going out, like, just, like, skateboarding in my neighborhood and just going to the skate park. That's my personal favorite. But then other people might say, like, paddle boarding or going to the beach or boogie boarding. That's cool, too. 
but you yeah you're big into skateboarding right now mm-hmm. and you're also big into running yeah it's nice it's just better in the winter because like you step outside like you think it's be cooler in the morning during the summer but it's actually like hotter like especially when the sun comes up i'm just so gosh or goodness please okay mom okay all right okay well, God, thank you so much, Greta. Thanks for sitting in. We appreciate it. Is there is there anything you want to say to our listeners about Hilton Head Island being fun, other than what you've covered? We're, we're putting him on the spot. Just yeah, just let you listeners no know he had no idea he was doing that. Okay, yeah. Um, just do you think fun is a mindset? Like, do you have to like if you wake up every day thinking today's gonna be fun? Do you always think you have more fun that way? No, I think you have less fun because you, you expect more than what's going to happen. But yeah, that's the thing. But if you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the, that's what I wake up on. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen today. But I, hopefully it's, I might come out in this Caitlin's garage. No. Well, I did that last weekend. I, 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 I don't even know. Mom, my mom was just like, okay, I'm dropping off the Caitlin's. I'm like, for what? And she's like, well, you're going to say not for garage. I'm like, wait, wait what? Hey, <laughs> okay, listen, listeners, if you if you need any help. He's available. And you know what? He did a heck of a good he job did. with minimal supervision yeah. and high five. That was a great, great job done. All right. So it's $5 per hour plus a $4,000 ship. So the total is going to All right. Now he's definitely other assets. All right. How do you leave a tone box? We are great. You, we love you. We love you. Okay, okay. Scale of the okay. All right, love you, baby. Off the air. All right. Well, that was so fun. I know. You just love that kid. No, almost thirteen. I very I deep voice. Couldn't believe it, but very deep. Not like big time, like growth spur and change over the past year. So now it's like mm-hmm. just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love being with him. He's awesome. Yeah. So we're here to talk today. Let's start all of that over. I don't. That was fun. He had no idea he was doing that. Mom's a good big way. He's awesome. Almost 13. Kind of nuts. I know. Big kid. But very, very helpful and extremely helpful. And that was really sweet. And we're excited about the menorah lighting tonight at the park. No, that'll be so fun. I have my mini menorah here. Risa dropped off for me. I ordered one from Amazon. Um, I'm in the middle of Christmas. Um, It's darkest before the dawn here. All my decorations for my upcoming party are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to like land that plane tonight a little bit uh, so things are ready. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking tomorrow, if you need help setting up, you, I mean, I could send Gray over. Yeah, I, I should be done. I really just need to put the tree up and then fix some things. And that should be really it. Y'all, so y'all know that we record out of Caitlin's dining room table, which works great. But she has been working. I'm staring up in the ceiling because she has been working and creating. What are those called? Okay, so I she bought a pom pom machine. Okay, no, those aren't the pom poms. The pom poms are in another area. I haven't finished the. Those are finished and like on the string, but those need to go on the tree. This is like my little snowflake uh, canopy. So they're doily snowflake. Did you make that? I did. You made doilies. I made, well, I bought the doilies and then you like full, you can look at it on TikTok. That's where I found it. Um, You bu- just buy doilies and then you fold them a certain way and then you glue them together and then you like open them up like an accordion. Yeah, no, I'm looking at them. You made those. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they pretty? And then I spray painted. I couldn't find, I was so annoyed. I couldn't find pink sparkle snowflakes. So I spray painted my own. Yikes. 
Heather's like, that seems like a lot. Where I call motto. Yeah. So my Christmas theme this year is going to be pink heavy, which you can kind of already get the vibe. Yeah. I mean, it looks good in here. It's just there's. Yeah, I like that. Everywhere. There's several. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by the fact that you made these and now you're hanging them on your ceiling. I think that that's so cool. Like you were so funny a couple of podcasts ago, not a couple, probably four months ago. You were like, I'm going to do crafting this fall at my house. And it's like you literally have set up your own craft studio for yourself. Oh, I do. I mean, if I in my dream home, I have a whole nother room with a craft studio in it. Mm-hmm. Um, be cool. Yeah, it really would be. All right. So one day when I don't have to have a roommate anymore. Got it. Um. All right. So I have a bunch of stuff to lead us off with. Okay. I got, well, we didn't even tell people what we were talking about yet today. I know, but I'm not even ready for that. Oh, okay. I can tell people what we're talking about. And then I have, I have like a lot of things to get. Okay. I have an agenda. Okay. Like, okay. I have an agenda. Our, like, let's let Heather go through with her agenda. Okay. Well, no. Well, first of all, just let you all know that this episode is all about office Christmas parties. <laughs> That's, I think, the first snort of the podcast. Because we were kind of like doing through ideas. And I was like, oh. I have like at least two, one definitely funny and awkward, but probably two. I have such an inappropriate story to tell. I'm like debating to tell. I'm not even joking. Okay. All right. Um, Yes. Office Christmas parties. We're super excited to share those with you. And I have a feeling this podcast is going to be super long because I have like a ton of stuff to get through. Okay. All right. So first off, I want to say congratulations to our friends, Martin and Cherry. Holy smokes, y'all. And by the way, and Natalie and Angie and Mark uh, and yeah. Town County for approving it. Right. And blah, blah, blah. And so if y'all don't know what we're talking about and you have not seen um, on social media what happened last Friday night, mm-hmm. we had the most incredible Christmas spectacular um, that we have actually talked about. We, we talked about it a couple of times and we talked yeah. about it last week, big time. Um, it was organized. It by- surpassed my... Oh, one, one, it surpassed everybody's expectations. It was unbelievable. So this was um, hosted by um, Martin Lesh and Cherry Norris. And we talked about them last week. But Martin Lesh is, um, you know, what, 30-year resident on the island and amazing advocate for the arts and an amazing pianist. He's probably one of the best pianists in the entire country. Yeah. Right? Like, for real. Yeah. Um, he's toured with national bands. He's done like all of the things. All of the things. And he has put him here. And we have him here. And he's a dear friend. Yeah. We love him. Um, and then Cherry Norris, who we got during the pandemic. Yeah. And moved here from California during the pandemic. And she is a, um, she's made a movie. She's a producer. Yeah, a Miss Producer. You could totally tell. She was like sitting in her chair, like laser focused on what was going on and we didn't talk to her until the end yeah we talked to her after at sandbar we all sat down and had a bunch of drinks and and spoke with her but um if you missed it please when the day is released for next year and it's always that first friday in december have to see you have to be there y'all well and it also might be I mean, they might not do it the first Friday in December. It might be like the week before. I don't know where it's going to land. It's weird next year. Right. It has, it does. Giving is early. So, or, I mean, it's always the same, but the way the dates fall, because we even did that for Mitchellville. I think Mitchellville is like December 7th and 8th, 7th and 9th next year. Right. Well, whatever it is, like, just make sure that you guys are there and you can. Because not only did you hear the island's amazing artists sing beautiful Christmas songs, 
but you also had a laser light show and there was free hot cocoa and there were these like um, carve outs and they're still in the park. So I recommend you go down there and take your picture and then there's these cute little like, you know, snowmen ice skating and gingerbread and you, you can, can put your face in you put your face in them and you take a picture and then there's one, the photo frame. It's so cute. So and they're all they're all light, lit up at night and then you can do it during the day, too. It's just it's awesome. Low Country Celebration Park has the most beautiful lighting display. And um, and that event was killer. And we had the um, Dalbert was the guitarist for Prince and they did Purple Rain. And it was, as Martin said, we were melting faces off at the Hilton Head Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. And it really was that. And I'm just so proud of our friend. And my favorite thing to say is it's not Christmas time until Reggie D's says it is. Yeah. And yes. And he told us it was Christmas and sang all the songs and he's just wonderful. And Nick and Kyle, their Christmas jobs. I mean, I just, I love that entire thing. And I just sat there and just danced by myself. I had so much fun. Yeah. It was just such a great event. So mark your calendar for next year. Do not miss it. And by the way, we ran into Half Island. I mean, everybody was, it was great. There was like 4,000 people there. Yeah. And yeah, there was, the park was filled. It was great. Um, Speaking of it's not Christmas until we have to talk about what we talked about this week, which is it's not Christmas until the dental chair off the sea pine stuffle has Santa in it. Yes, it's definitely a mark. And I haven't been out at night to see it i'll check it out tonight when we're coming back yeah when you're coming home um but yeah it wasn't up last weekend so we're hoping yeah and also i don't know who the dentist is i I think it might be fader i i don't know why i think it's kevin fader's dental office but i do i don't know that's so fun though i i wonder if it's vanessa's dental office no i can shoot her a text and figure it out yeah, but that's if you guys haven't don't know about Santa in the dental chair with the lights on off Sea Pine Circle, it happens every year. Um, so it's just so cute. I mean, it, it, he's been they've been doing it for twenty years, and yeah. it's been doing yeah forever. Okay, um, that's my first thing. Well, mm-hmm. one and two. My next one is okay. We have talked about nail talk, my nail salons, right? And by the way, this is not a paid sponsorship. We don't do that. Nothing is here. It is paid. And this is all doing this all all on our own. own. Okay. So for now, now. email us. (laughs) So I want to show you. Are you ready? Da 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 da. Oh, so cute. I know. It's she's Mr. Heat Miser. Hold on. Mina moves her nails. Mina moved to Colorado. Uh So you guys can't call and ask for Mina anymore. Carol Carol. is all. So now we have Carol, and Carol is amazing. So. You guys obviously can't see my nails, um, but I have chrome red nails with hand-painted chrome gold snowflakes and glitter, um, a little ombre glitter. I mean, they're just so cute. They're very, like, Christmas adjacent versus Christmas forward. And Right. But if you think heat miser Christmas nails, that's exactly what Heather has. I don't know what a heat miser is. I'm Mr. Heat Miser on Mr. Snow. You know, the um, that was free also, guys. Um, I have no idea what you're talking Christmas, about. Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. You know, the claymation guy? Oh, yeah. And they sing like, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. And why is that the color of the Heat Miser? Yeah, I'm going to pull up a photo right now for you so you can see. But um, yeah, that is 100% her nails. I love it. Creepy 70s claymation movies. 
oh yeah, no, that to- this totally screams like 70s claymation. It's actually a little 80s too. But anyways, you guys, Carol at Nail Talk is doing all of your Christmas nail designs. She can do ornaments. She can do, oh yeah, this that's this is totally heat visor. Yeah. Um, she just showed me the picture, by the way. I know what it is now. Um, so Carol at Nail Talk, she's doing Grinch and she really wants to do this on somebody. She wants to do ornaments, different color well, do chrome ornaments on each with like the little hook oh. and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an idea. Okay. Are you ready for my next agenda item? I like came locked and loaded. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Trisha Lynch. She won. I mean, a lot of other people did too. And congratulations to everybody. Honored Islander. Honored Islander. So Trisha Lynch is our dear friend. We talk about her a couple of times. In Texas. Texas. Yes. She um, did. invited us to a rotary meeting. Like, uh, no answer. I said I could go. I, yeah, I mean, I'll go. I mean, it's 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 rotary. It's the most amazing group of people on the island. Yeah. Doing everything out of the genuine goodness of their heart. They're amazing people. Um, that being said... I want to just have a drink with Trisha Lynch. So I'm like, hey, girl. But I am so proud of her because she is our honor Islander. And she was honored by the mayor um, for her service to the RBC Heritage, for her service to, um, you know, everything that she does on the island, including Rotary. She's big, big active into Rotary. I didn't know who Trisha was. And I met her through going to a 5.30 a.m fitness class at lava i just she was just one of the most positive people i Mm -hmm. ever met and she was there at the gym happy at 5 30 and trying to get me to do assistant pull-ups and i was like yeah maybe another time but you go ahead and do it and go girl and we just that's how we met and got to be friends because also i really met taylor through lava too and a couple other people um that i'm friends with now so yeah, nothing will make you friends like being in a 5.30 a.m. workout class. Actually, I used to go to a workout class with Natalie Harvey, too. Oh, my gosh. That uh, way back in the day. It was um, the the lo- the loco. At, what, that was at Coastal Discovery. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a throwback. Yeah. Well, I used to do the one in Bluffton at, like, 5.30 in the morning. But when I would miss that one, I would go to the one Coastal. I got at Coastal Discovery Museum if I got off of work before 5.30. It was just never. But, um, yeah, that's how I met um, Natalie. Yeah. Her and Kim did that and they like loved it. And Kim too. Yeah. I mean, it was a great, that was a great, great group. I, I used to pop in and out of that. Yes. I'm not a worker at her though. So yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, but I mean, I wouldn't mind going and like doing it. And yeah. It was I, I enjoyed it. And Laura was, I remember, gosh, that was like 15 years ago, right? 10 years, 10 years ago. Yeah. 2012. Cause I did it before I threw my knee out at a office event. <laughs> shockingly. That was like right before first month. All right. Um, and that being said, no, no, I still oh. have more things on my agenda. Okay, there's only big and good thing Heather's here because I've had my head in a proposal for four days. So. Okay, so I just talked about the three people, right? Uh-huh. That well, four: Martin and Cherry, Carol, Nailtalk, and Trisha Lynch. So I had to like cover some locals. Yeah. Okay. Next, I want to bring up something that we talked about a couple weeks ago, sitting on my porch. So we never actually. No, I mean, we did, but I was like, we have to tell this story on the podcast. Uh-huh. And that was the story of you and Brittany's house with the grill. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of heat misers. Oh, I love that transition. Um, So we've discussed. Yeah, and this is like a totally random yeah, story. It's totally so, story. It's just really funny. So um, I have gotten to know 
before my life in marketing and PR, the reason why I have such great relationships with a lot of people in that business is because my, I like to call it my 20s roommate. Everybody has one, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's mine was Jason Workins. Right. It's like your best friend. Mm-hmm. You do down on Mallard. Other, yep. you, you know, all the things. So Brittany and I lived, um, oh God. Yeah. There's so many facets to this story. Um, the first time Brittany and I lived together was in a foreclosed house in Hidden Lakes. But you guys didn't Nothing. know it was foreclosed. Oh yeah, it isn't. So we lived in this house. They like recruited me to move in because I was ending a six monthly somewhere else. This is how I moved four, 10 times in 12 years, if anybody wants to count. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll move in here. And I even like held the room with an extra deposit because I like couldn't move in in time. So I threw them an extra like couple hundred bucks or something which was a lot when you're making $11 an hour. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up moving into this house. Um, and- okay, wait a minute. What year again? Uh, this would have been 2010. Okay. So for for those of y'all that don't understand the Hilton Head Island economy and what things were like, okay, so 2007-8 was bad for the rest of the country. It got really bad here like two years later, like 9, 10, 11. It was like disaster. Oh, disaster. Bill. You could buy villas in queen's grant for like thirty eight thousand dollars yeah and, and, and like they were giving away things for free yeah and it's really interesting like a lot of the new people that have moved here in the last 10 years like don't understand some of our land management policies and i'm like oh no no, no. y'all don't understand not to open the flood we had to nothing, nothing yeah i mean the island was dormant it was bad foreclosures everywhere people losing houses condos jobs jo- i mean yeah it was a nightmare yeah um sorry so, so we were in hidden lakes or in hidden lakes we had a three or four bedroom house it was actually beautiful oh no hidden lakes is gorgeous and they're out those homes are huge by the way yeah so it was a huge home huge backyard i moved in with my two friends Brittany being one of them this was before we lived in the apartment in old south. old south and so we move in and she was a news reporter like the breaking news reporter for the low country so she was running all over everywhere had her camera if you guys don't know this our local news people like Riley's upgraded now, but they have to run around and do everything themselves. They do the video, they book everything. It's not like on the TV when you have a cameraman and like all that other stuff. Like they're one man band. It's, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and that's why all the people you see are so young because like nobody will do that job because it's miserable. Right. But it's fun. And when you're right out of college. So Brittany was a news reporter and she had all the news reporter friends. So anytime they needed like somebody to be on TV to say whatever they needed to say to wrap their story up, they would call me and be like, Caitlin, can you talk about t- traffic on 278? Like, or, we've been talking about this forever. Or like heritage, or are you going to take the bus? Or how do you feel like they're not going to let you park in sea pines? And I mean, oh, yeah, remember, remember when the world fell yeah. apart? Yeah, we couldn't park in sea pines. <laughs> and they were like, it's never going to work. And I was like, ah, it works all over the country. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. We just like VIP. Like, we're snobby here. <laughs> on uh, By the way, I... If you all don't understand and you're not cracking, you used to actually be able to drive into Sea Pines and park so that RBC yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, absurd to even think about. Okay, yeah. go on. So we, I was just always on TV. Well, <laughs> um, that's why. Do you use your real name? I th- I don't know. I can't remember. This is like 12 years ago. There's a lot of nights at street meet between then and, and now. Um, so... We uh, we had a grill and I was excited. I hadn't lived in a house since I like lived in a house with my parents. I'm like, oh, this is so lovely and so nice. Well, we're there and they had a grill and I was like, oh, I'm going to cook 
dinner. I'm going to make everybody's dinner. Well, I turned this grill on and I proceeded to like melt probably like six panels of vinyl siding off the side. Right, because like you didn't pull it didn't, out. Oh, I was twenty three years old. Like so I just opened, I just opened the grill, turned it on, and started like, grilling, and like eviscerated the siding on the side of. But the it like didn't light on fire. It just no, melted because it, it was final sight. Melted. I mean, we were probably twenty minutes away from, from a fire. From a fire. But I mean, it it was fine. It right. was fine. It ended up being fine. I had to like we like. It stayed up there forever because we were all in our 20s. Like, Chris worked at the greenery, like, or maybe, I don't know. He had, like, a couple jobs while I was here, while I lived with him. But so then he's, like, making this. Then Brittany was, like, well, I'm actually doing a fire safety story. So what if I, she just, like, took B-roll of the side of her house and then, like, had the Bluffton chief of fire department, like, talk about grill safety and how it's important and instead of, like, using stock footage from somewhere, she just, like, took footage of the side of the house we were living in. Well, yeah. Well, well that makes sense. I mean, it does make sense. But it was- and also, it's a good lesson, right? It, is, it was a very good lesson. It is a good... I mean, you will never do that again. Like- and we need to tell all of our listeners out there, like, just be careful. Yeah. Also, don't put your grill in your garage and leave the propane on for three days. Which that happened to me last year. But we just want to talk. Don't listen, mom. Um, so yeah, that happened. And well, that was really funny and ridiculous. Right. And so also so grateful that nothing happened. Yes. But also you're 23. Well, These things happen. Right. Okay. So my roommate made a huge deal about me fixing the siding or whatever and fixing the siding and you have to do it. So I'm not Brittany. Not Brittany. Chris Birdshaw. Birdshaw. Two six. Take that. Like we lived at 26 Park Circle. And um, sorry, keep going. And so we... um. He made this huge deal, like, you have to replace it and da-da-da-da-da-da. So I, like, traipsed my butt down to Home Depot on, like, probably my one day on for the month because it was the summertime in July. And I'm like, oh, God. And so I went over there and I did it and I brought it back, but I, like, never put it up. Like, duh, I'm not doing that. That seems like a lot of work. So it just laid there forever. Well, come to find out, when we moved out, we came home one night and there was a foreclosure notice on the front door. And we were like, uh, the house is being foreclosed on. And he was like, yeah. But he was like not surprised or shocked or whatever. When it Chris wasn't yeah. surprised or shocked, right? So turns out that like apparently he had known for like six months. It was taking him money. Nobody was paying the mortgage. <laughs> and he like his coworker like walked away from the house or something. So he was just like collecting rent from us. I mean, I love him. Good hustle, bro. Like, I had to pay rent anyway. I think he was paying, like, $400 a month. But he was basically running a flop house and, like, charging us money and just, like, living the life of Riley. Like, good for him. I wish I did wake him up the night Obama announced that um, we killed Osama bin Laden. That was, like, a big point of contention because we didn't wake him up. And we are like, but he should know. But he had to get up at work for, like, 4.30 in the morning. So, so he was bad at you guys? Well, we didn't wake him up. Because he was mad at you guys because you didn't wake him up. Because I was like, well, he, we were like, we should wake him up. And then Brittany was like, no, he'll be too mad. And now I wish I did because now I know all this story. That would have been more fit. But um, yeah, so we were living in a foreclosed house and paying rent. And we were like, oh. I mean, it's just ridiculous things that happen in your 20s. But yeah, that's basically what house, finding housing was like in the t- early 2000s in Hilton Head and you were just living in foreclosed houses and paying people rent and didn't know about it but now no one can even find a house so 
there's that. Anyway, long story longer. But that isn't, I, okay, I'm sorry. But like the whole the piece of the facts that you were like living in this house, thinking like you were on the up and up, doing all the good girl stuff, yeah. working at the Marriott. No, and then we had to move out and move into 1,000 square feet in uh, Old South because we couldn't deal with the day-to-day pressure of like, is today the day the sheriff is going to show up? Right. I, like, I just can't operate my life like that. Right. Not even, I mean... Not even at 23. Not even at 23. That stressed me out too much. So much anxiety. Anyway, that, that, that story is a great story. Yeah. So that's another Caitlin Aaron story. Sure. Added to the list. I think for our year-end wrap-up, I'm going to tell the a- apple orchard story. The, <laughs> the, 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 the story. Yeah, we haven't heard it. We, it. Hey, listeners, you guys are getting a little slack on the apple orchard question. So, yeah. Yeah, we need to bring that back up. Okay. I have to tell you what happened Wednesday night of Thanksgiving at Riley's. Remember, I told you I was going to tell you. Oh, yeah. When I left because I was staying. Yeah. You stayed at Cool Cats with, um, uh, we were fine. Ivy. Yeah, you're alive. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is you know, obviously a big night on the island. Everybody. Big Thanksgiving. Big thing. call it. Yeah. Super fun. Right. And so I can't remember what was going on. I think Joe was working. And so me and Caitlin and Sally decided to go out and we wanted to go to upstairs at Smokehouse and then go over to Coolcast to play darts. Like that's what we wanted to do. And we were not planning on having a big night out at all. However, I even tried to go home at like 8.30. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. Yeah. But then she ran into Ivy in the parking lot. And so she got sucked back in. Um, And that in the best way. In the in the best way. And that proceeded to make for a disaster night for Caitlin because she had too much fun at Cool Cats. But good for her. Now, here's what me and Sally did. We were kind of done with Cool Cats. We played darts. We had a blast. And we decided to leave. And I was like, well, let's go down and just kind of see what's going on in the triangle. Because, you know, I mean, we haven't been at the triangle in 10 years. Right. Because right? we're all old and like don't need to be there. Yeah. And Cool Cats was getting a little young for you. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. I mean, Cool Cats was There young. was a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm old. And also like, you know, I just wanted to be in good shape for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just, you know, whatever. So I have to tell you, like, let me back up. Okay. Um, if you guys have not seen these sweaters, they are all over the internet. They're they're pretty internet famous. Um, they're like a longer sweater. They come in different colors. They come in like bronze. They come in pink. They come in blue. They come in green. And they have cheetahs. Oh, yes. All over them. Yes. Okay. And you can see them like they're on TikTok and they're in all the boutiques. Yeah. Like Island Girls selling them. Um, I don't think Haskins is. Beaufort Bell is like there's just you know they're in there it's kind of the sweater of the year and for whatever reason um I bought one because I was like oh it's a pink sweater with cheetahs on it yeah like that's super unique and different and I'll just you know buy it so I'm wearing this sweater right on Thanksgiving Wednesday night or Wednesday big Wednesday big Thanksgiving whatever it's called so I go with Sally and we walk into Riley's and I'm just like yeah this kind of is not for me they carted us at the door, which I love, right? They had it all shut off and blocked off and they carted us. They carted me and Sally and Sally, of course, hands her um, driver's license to the bouncer and goes, I could be your mother. So, you know, that's kind of how it was starting. And it was also like, 
we're also we, we know we're too old to be there walking in so there i'm standing in line for the ladies room oh there was a line yeah already you're done right <laughs> just like what is happening here get me out of here and this 21 year old right looks at me and she was just like and this is why i was saving this story i don't i, I died i literally died y'all um she looks at me and she goes oh my gosh your sweater is so cute and i was like oh my gosh y'all you're being mean girls i am no she was really sweet was being she was being yeah genuinely sweet okay but let's put it into context right i'm the older lady in the line for the bathroom with my mom by that with the with the cat sweater on oh my gosh i'm the old lady in the bar with the cat lady sweater on i gotta go i gotta go and it was like sally we need to leave right now and sally's like all right let's go and so we ran out of there oh my god but i was like your sweater or she's like your sweater is i thought she was regina and georgie cute no she was being for real yeah but like also like the way that when I was 21 and I saw a woman double my age, I was like, oh, you're cute. Thanks for being here. You're out. So that's my crazy cat lady sweater story. And that's funny. And it's a cute Oh, I'm going to keep wearing it. I'm just going to not wear it to a bar full of 20-something jobs, right? And that's why I... With everybody, by the way, like, let's also talk about how everybody was dressed that night, which was not in a cat sweater. They were all, like, in their gear. Yeah. And we out for a mission. Like, we're getting attention. Yeah, they were, I mean, you know, glitter bikini tops with, like, you know, the halter all the way down the back. And they all... Yeah, well, guess what? These girls did not care. And it was just, like, drunk blanket. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty fun. So that was my that's that story. That's okay. Funny. So I'm kind of done with all of my agenda items. So we're here to talk 33 minutes in. Oh my gosh, a puff about office Christmas parties, and it's fine because I really just have I have one. Well, I have I have two that I'll talk about. Um, my first one is just talk about the recession in Hilton Head. Um, we had my first year here the saddest Christmas party. I ever went to in my whole life. I think it was like, oh God, it was either 2009 or 2010. Right. In the middle of the worst. In the middle of the worst economy. And if you guys don't know anything about hospitality, but it hits the hospitality sector first, um, they cut spending. They like, yeah, early, they're like, but no Christmas party. Like sometimes they'll give you like an allotment, like you can have like $50 a person or whatever. No, I think we were down to like $7 a person for this Christmas party. We had it in the Timeshare Sales Gallery. Where? At Surfwatch. Okay, so we're back at Surfwatch. We're back at In the Sales Gallery, shout out Tom Kelly and all the other people I know who worked in there. Um, I think Beth worked in there at one point too. Like everybody did, uh, did a stint at the Surfwatch Sales Gallery. Yeah, we're in the Surfwatch Sales Gallery, and it was done so, like, they tried. They were trying, right? Right. But, like, I worked in the recreation and food department. Who do you think made all this stuff? <laughs> like, we didn't even get it catered out. We had to make all this stuff for our own Christmas party. And then we had to be there in our uniforms. And my uniform was, like, they <laughs> didn't want to go on the chain. We were in, like... Uh, there's a picture of one and like people that I still know not. I know in khakis, like khaki boot cuts, because it was 2010, things were still boot cut then. So long khaki boot cuts up to my freaking 
uh, chef with a terrible white polo. No, it was a hunter green polo, but like not the sport kind because they didn't even have those yet, really. So it was that weird kind that stretches out when you get sweaty. It was so terrible. Oh, guys. So that was like a really bad Christmas. And they they didn't even have like, 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 you know, like I have a whole thing on boppers here for my party Saturday. Like they didn't have anything. For those of you that don't know what boppers are, it's a headband with like, like the high hair, razor, anything, like nothing. It was like the most depressing Christmas party I ever went to. I just, like they didn't even like it. <laughs> No, like, and I don't even know that it was like, feel like you're watching. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. And like, everybody was wearing like their front desk uniform, like, which hotel front desk uniforms, if you want something worse than a recreation uniform, it's a hotel front desk uniform from the Cintas catalog (laughs) and safety shoes. Like, oh God, it was so bad. And do you remember the safety shoes? Because I ran no alcohol. (laughs) Right. And no alcohol. God. But the safety shoes are the base camp because I remember Emily and I moving to Maui. I was making a, a total offense. So, so Emily and I moved to Maui and we go and we interview at Baba Gums. And they were like, okay, you have to go to this store and get these shoes. And the shoes are like $106. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Because apparently everybody can afford $106 safety shoes in Maui. Here's the other wild thing is like, I wear, this is like top secret. I wear a women's size 13 shoe. Mm -hmm. Like, I have so many problems finding shoes. It's not even funny. So my out for this was, I'm not wearing men's shoes. You can't make me. I'm not doing it. There's nothing here in my size because none of them came in my size. So the only thing worse than women's safety shoes were men's safety shoes. And I'm like, I'm not clod hopping around here in a pair of men's safety shoe loafers like i'm just not doing it and then i got out of it i just wore boat shoes all the time you wore boat shoes at the marriott i sure did wow i well i told them i said find me a pair of safety shoes in a women's 13 and they couldn't do it so i didn't wear them well there you go there you go folks These, there's always an out for something and you know what caitlin lee's gonna find it <laughs> especially when she doesn't want to do something <laughs> No, no, I'm just going to wear boat shoes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm dying. Like, that picture of you guys. I have them very here somewhere. Okay, like, like I, there's actually a there's picture. A like, I have the photo. How many people were there? I mean, it was a resort. Like, for, it was, for, I think it was front of house. Back, I don't think it was back house. The housekeepers would not show up to a lame party like that. Right. Like, our housekeeping director at the time, Liz, was like, no, no, no. we'll just do tamales right. in the service yard. Right. And people will be very happy. very happy mm-hmm. but i think this is like front of house and like maintenance so it was like me yeah like the whole thing okay so so let me um i have two stories to tell okay are you, are you done with that and i really want to tie this in because i actually sold advertising for island events magazine uh-huh which is owned by <laughs> the man whose name we not will say um he likes to rant at town council yes he likes to rant at town council and he's um interesting and um and that's all i'm gonna say yeah um so anyways i sold island events advertising um linda rue was the co-owner at the time she was amazing lorraine jenis was the publisher dave mudwalder was my boss i mean just great crew of people um sandra who now lives in chicago she married a hilton head island fireman and um the babies up there i mean just great crew and so again we're talking about marriott 
because I sold one of my ad accounts was when um, the, what's the resort we're just, Surfwash just got built. I sold all of their advertising and like, you know, amazing two page spreads and like all of this. Stuff. I mean, it's a beautiful property. It's a beautiful property and they were just great to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that was kind of pre recession. So fast forward to our Christmas party around 2000 and oh gosh, seven, mm-hmm. I think when things were starting to get a little bit dicey. Mm-hmm. All right. And Defusky Island, Melrose, <laughs> which you all know the story about Melrose. Well, you may or may not, but Melrose is a story. For that's a story for another day. Completely imploded and um, left the resort. And it is now just completely falling in on itself over on Defusky. Um, and it used to be this beautiful, majestic space and place that really, um, I mean, people from all around the world came and enjoyed um, Defusky. Well, they owed Island Events a lot of money. And so for our Christmas party, we did a giant trade with them and the entire company went over to Defusky for two days. And we just had such a lovely time. It was so great. We went to Marshside Mama's for dinner. We had dinner upstairs in the formal room at the inn. We had brunch. Well, day two, all of a sudden, because we're in the cottages, right? And these were when they were owned by the resort. Not in, and now they're independently owned. And there's lots of great rentals over there. You can find them all on Verbo. They're amazing. But anyways, maintenance comes and takes all of the beds. <laughs> and so we were like, what is going on? And they were like, yeah, this was scheduled, right? Because it's winter resort, right? So like things ha- happen during that time period. And all of these, you know, random, you know, oh, we've got to redo this. We've got to redo that. Well, I mean, let me tell you, they were not redoing anything at that time because they were circling the drain, right? Financially, who knows? They were probably trying to sell the beds to make cash. And mm-hmm. I have no idea what they were doing. So they, they came and they took, it was, we were in that giant fourplex that's not right on the beach, but it's right it's second row. Yeah. It's closest to the beach club. You know, the giant one. And they maintenance came in while we were there. I mean, we weren't there. We were out at Marshine Mama's and took all the beds out. It was wild. I was just like, what is what is happening around here? So bizarre. So, yeah, that's my Island Events Christmas party. But we had a great time. Oh, you found the photo. Yeah. That looks like a happy crew. Well, I love, I mean, I love the people I worked with. They were amazing. And it looks like I did change. I lied. My poor friend, Leslie, who was here last week, uh, did not get to. But that was the uniform. Just there's the uniform. There's Leslie. <laughs> Looking good, Leslie. Yeah. Oh, and then the guy in the back left corner is rocking the uniform. Oh, both of them are. Steven Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's we're great. Where's Steven Scott now? Steven, I think, lives in. He's somewhere out west. He might be in Provo. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom still works for Marriott. Um, and this guy's a general manager. And Melissa is a science teacher. I don't know where Jenna is. Ashley is down in Florida. And I don't know where Cesar is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, he is down in Orlando and expecting a baby. Nice. That's the guy that Nadia was talking about, by the way. Yes. Day. Nadia from the lighthouse. Nadia from the lighthouse. Yeah. Like, uh, some very interesting things to me about oh there's that's my first apartment here all right so that was the trip down memory lane all right so i have another i have a really funny office party story so do i and it's yeah heather is the best one we'll use her to close out i don't know that mine is the best it's just a uh, ridiculous yes 
So um, I, after I left Marriott, I went and worked in offices. I'm not going to identify because this is probably pretty easily identifiable, but whatever. So I was not working in hospitality anymore, but it was like hospitality property management adjacent. And our company had recently been purchased. And so the company who we had like a shadow Christmas party, like, right, because you're like, I don't want to be with the other people, with the new boss. The big boss like was throwing this lame Christmas party and the old boss was like, no, we're still going to do my Christmas party where you do like the big Christmas, the party and all this other stuff. And that's where I got this beautiful photo. Oh, yeah. Right there. That's what I got in the Secret Santa. Like, that's amazing. I know it was the best present ever. Um, so we had this amazing, super fun time and it was like a very stressful year and we deserved a Christmas party, a real one. The one that the big boss suggested was us going to see a movie. Like, we all went to go see a movie together. Did you, did you really do it? So we all went because it was in the middle of the day. So no, I mean, yeah, no, it's not work. It's great. Um, we went and saw Office Christmas Party. Yes. The movie. I love that movie. We watch it once a year. Okay. So very funny movie. Yes. Not funny if you're in a movie theater with your colleagues and somebody in the room was very much sexually harassing people on a daily basis and like having an affair with somebody in the office and we all knew about it and it was this like whole thing and they were both blowing up their entire lives and all of a sudden like we're in the theater with this person who is like actively sexually harassing people and like if you don't haven't seen that movie, there is very much a full frontal scene in that movie. And we were like, is this really happening now? Oh, my God. Like, no alcohol. Again, You ha- who's going off this Christmas party without a drink? Unless you, like, really love the people you work with. But even still, like, I need a drink. And it was just wild. Well, you had it crazy. I mean, they gave you Diet Coke and popcorn, right? Oh, my gosh. Like, come on, guys. If you're going to, like, give somebody a check. If you're not going to throw a party, give a check out. <coughs> Sorry, I mean, the cough on all of you. Guys. It was just insanity. Like, it was just so ridiculous. We were like, this. And you were, like, watching a movie, living life, like, in real time. Yes, with this. What's happening, Larry? Is this on purpose? Like, right. what's going on? Like, we all left. We were like, did anybody vet this movie? I know. Yeah, that and, like... I mean, it was just wild. So apparently I've never actually been to a real good office Christmas party. And now I work remote. So (laughs) and then there you go. And then there you go. But yeah, that was my like other really awkward Christmas party story. Okay. I love it. All right. So my next one, I have to. Okay. Do you. But there are epic. Before you go into that. Yes. We know that people on this island throw epic Christmas parties for their employees. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like going to one on Friday. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, first of all, yeah, I mean, people rent houses, they have oyster house, they do amazing things. Also, like island events, like one year we rented out the entire president suite at the Marriott, you know, the corner one that like wraps around as Mary. And we had a giant party in there. I mean, Linda Rue knew how to throw some parties. She was great. And when times were more flush at Marriott, like our um, general manager case bought us all tickets to Taste of the Season. Oh, we got awesome. them. Right. That's a yeah. per- that was Honestly, a great tip. I don't think they even do it anymore. No, they're doing sparkles and uh, no, yeah. Whatever. And that's at the quarter deck and it's going to be really nice. I can't go. I'm sad. But I mean, quarter deck looking out on the We were just there. Yeah. Or no, we weren't at the quarter deck. We were at the post. 
But yeah, I mean, that was a great Christmas party if you can't do one like individually for Yeah, you're like, like hey, everybody's here. So much fun at that. And we couldn't afford tickets by ourselves. Right. So like getting a $55 ticket and mm-hmm. like that was great. Yeah. Uh, what um was that when it was back at the Marriott? Yeah. 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 They have since totally upgraded that event. Yeah. Yeah. They've done it. Uh, they've done a great job with that. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yours was yours was pretty great. But yeah, no, I mean, epic Christmas parties. There's tons of them on the island. You know what? I bet I bet all the real estate companies throw oh, great. I bet Moose throws a great. Oh, I bet Tristan yeah. throws a great Christmas party. Write in and tell us what have been your great Christmas parties that you've been to. Yeah. We want to know some Christmas party stories. Yes. I want to know some epic ones. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, all right. Before I get into this, I just want to let everybody this podcast ever. It is. I want to let everybody know that the names and the locations on this Christmas party did take place on Hilton Head Island, and I'm changed all the names and the places to protect the innocent and the not so innocent. So there you go, because there's somebody in here that I'm vendetta against, but I'm not calling them out because there you go. All right. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. This <laughs> took a lot of prep. We had to come up with a lot of names. We had to come up. We have the cast of Carrot. No. Yeah. I I was just, I, I when I walked in, I was like, okay, Greg, give me a name. And he was yeah. like, uh, Flo from Progressive. I was like, cool. She's she's in. Okay. So I'm doing this I, and I didn't prepare well enough, but do you listen to normal gossip? Okay. So I'm trying, okay. I'm trying to do this like Kelsey okay. McKinney style normal gossip. Okay. But I'm not really prepared. You can see my notes. Okay. It looks like the board from um, the conspiracy board from It's Always Sunny, by the way. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about our cast of characters okay. first. Okay. Chris is the manager. Okay. Kyle is the boyfriend. Okay. I'm sorry. The ex-boyfriend. Oh, this is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we pulled all these names out of a conversation. Doesn't everybody have an ex-boyfriend named, named Kyle? I don't. I don't. I mean, I might. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, okay, so Chris is the manager, Kyle's the boyfriend. Flo, the one from Progressive that Gray called out, is the party leader. Okay. She's like an event planner. Yeah, she's the fun one. Okay. Cliff and Sony uh-huh. are the wild and crazy boyfriend and girlfriend. And Jessica, my Jessica. Mm-hmm. Jessica Johnson, if you're listening, I love you. Um, she lives in Colorado, you all. Um, is the um hot mess and leah is my, a fighter my, yes this is perfect leah is a fighter <laughs> she will whip a ponytail leah in fort myers this is about you. oh i i'm so sorry leah and jessica are both fighters yeah andrea andrea is in andrea is me and caitlin's friend my best friend one of my sorority sisters lives in wyoming and we just threw her in there because we were like oh, why not out of names yeah. yeah we ran out of names and also we have to like be a little bit like careful with this because I was like, oh, do I make Natalie Harvey the one that physically assaults somebody? <laughs> yeah, may- oh, there's a nothing here. <laughs> All right, okay, so what happened? All right, so we're calling this bar Lovejoy's. Lovejoy's because Lovejoy's is the name of the bar that I worked at with Emily in Laramie, Wyoming, and I just have an affinity for Lovejoy's. As I have an affinity for this place that we're discussing tonight. Oh, now I'm trying to like guess all these times. Okay, so let's let's get into it. This was way long ago, early 2000s. Okay. And they have one of those Christmas parties where you can, it's all the employees. They all come, no problems, right? Um, they also invite friends 
that's where it just all starts. I'm shaking my head right now. Marriott, no. Maybe I'm like, nope. Can you bring a spouse? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so and then they have a huge amount of employees, right? Like, let's just say they probably have 100 employees. And again, this is back in the 2000s, right? <clears throat> Tons of employees. Plus, it's one of those places that's been around for so long that people know they go in and out, da 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 right? And so all of those people are also invited. So you're talking about regulars are there, past employee, regulars. This is a rager. <laughs> it's a rager. Yeah. Okay. So step one, Chris is the manager on duty the night of all of this. And he has job ever. <laughs> well, yes, worst job ever. But it's like all people he knows. Right. It's his employees. It's past employees. It's friends of employees. Like you don't just randomly show up to this. Right. It's like, you know, kind of a invite only. But if you're a regular, you get to go, you know, that sort of thing. Chris is manager on duty this night. Okay. And Chris has a couple of key ex-employees and current employees that want to work, right? And it's always good to bring the ex-employees in, right? Because they're like, yeah, I'll bartend for the night, right? Like, no big deal, right? And there's a couple of move. Yeah, classy move. And there's a couple of bartenders behind the bar. There's a couple of bars, like they have satellite bars going up. And so, and Chris has all worked with all of these people, right? So again, very family friendly, very, or not family friendly, definitely not family friendly, very family oriented. Okay. So Chris Chris starts off the night and Flo, right? Flo's the party girl. So Flo comes in and Flo brings this pack, right? And in this pack, rolling deep. she's rolling deep. But again, they're all ex-employees. They're all locals from the island. But he, I mean, she shows up with like 10 people. Not a problem. Nobody has a problem with that. They all roll in. Well, Kyle is in Flo's group. Kyle is the ex-boyfriend of Jessica. Okay. Right. We're not happy. So Jessica is a very um, prominent employee and is like, what is he doing here? Right. And Flo's like, whatever, not my problem. Right. Because everybody, everybody's invited. And this isn't an issue between Jessica and Flo at all. Jessica's not mad at Flo. Jessica is mad at Kyle that he would show up. Oh, oh, hold on. It gets better. Jessica, no, and Jessica expects Kyle to do something. This Kyle's would a Kyle would do that. A Kyle would do that. I have to look and like see like I. I mean, I'm kind of blanking. I hope I don't have any Kyle friends. Do I, do we have friends named Kyle? I I can't think of the gosh. I have to look on my Facebook. Sorry, not all Kyles are bad, but but they are. Kaylin says that. So Jessica is mad because in Flo's group is Leah. Oh. And Leah and Kyle, they're just together. But I'm using air quotes as in they're rolling deep. There's 10 of them. But you could definitely see the chemistry. Is Leah the one girl that he was not supposed to talk to when they were dating? No. No. That would have been a good twist. But I'm not going to lie about it. Leah's just like there. There's chemistry. Right. Like nobody's worried about Flo. Flo can do whatever Flo wants because Flo's the employee that kind of does that. Jessica is the, I'm like the high, high and mighty. And why is he here? And why is she here? And what's happening here? So first issue, Jessica and Leah get wasted and come to blows. Leah busts open Jessica's nose. 
Oh my God. So we're blood drawn. So now there's blood and it's like, get out. Right. Have Chris is like, he was party. Chris is like, I'm not dealing with this. Chris is like, God, don't help me. You can't stay here. Right. And this somewhere else. <laughs> On the other side, almost simultaneously, Cliff and Sony. Uh-huh. And by the way, if y'all don't know, we named those two very appropriately. They've they've never together. Like right. they're, they're just friends. But we I'm making them a boyfriend girlfriend for this story because Sony also works at this establishment and is extremely well regarded, just like Jessica, just uh-huh. like Flo. But Cliff gets super wasted and can't get bartender's attention. Sorry, gosh, we're in Heather extreme giggle mode. Oh, second sort, second sort of the podcast. He takes his beer and pours it on him. This is why you got to be a heads up bartender, y'all. It's my number one pet peeve. I feel it. I feel it. I get Cliff. That would piss me off too. But I've never done it. If I wanted to, yes, never done it. Oh my gosh. Pours a beer on the bartender. But like, imagine this scene, right? Because it's like, Chris is like dealing with this girls fighting. The bartender, the bartender is it's like, what's, what's going on? And there's like, sir, what are people deep? Yeah. And then he's like, this jerk just poured a beer on me. Right. Oh my God. To get his attention. Yeah. And now he, Cliff's getting punched. Actually, that didn't happen. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. The bartender was just like, oh my gosh. So Cliff and Sonny, they get, they get kicked out. They so get- now are four, four people kicked out. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wild. And last but not least, we have Andrea. And Andrea is the crazy waitress. She's not Sony. She is not Jessica. She is not Flo. She's like B team. Yeah. Right. But like, y- you just, you have to have her. Yeah. She's like the, you know, you call her if you need to pen shift cover. Right. 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 She's Wednesday lunch, right. not Friday dinner. Right. Right. Like, eat. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe it. Right. And also, she's a little crazy. Uh-huh. Right? So not only is she, like, difficult, but she's also crazy uh-huh. and difficult. And Andrea, Andrea starts verbally assaulting Chris. Why are you kidding? Like, about what? Just, just the, no, like, just unloading, right? Because she's Wednesday lunch. Right. Right. And so, like, this is her moment. It's fine. We've all had those before. And so she completely unloads anything he's ever done wrong on Chris. And Chris is just like, you need to go away from me and I'm going to kick you out. I wrote to five. (laughs) And she just won't stop, won't stop coming for him, coming for him. Like, you know, the other girls are, like, pulling her off. Like, stop it. We're at a party. Right. And have fun. Right. Exactly. And, like, no, I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want. Right. Again. And he kicks her off. That's wild. And five people kicked out of one for Swiss party might be a record. And she then came back. And had to be physically restrained. She left and came back. Well, I mean, you know, went to the parking lot. And, right. Yeah. She was like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Just one more thing. One more thing. And had to be physically restrained by other people. They were at the Christmas party just like enjoying themselves. Probably not employees. Probably locals that were like, uh, what is going on here? Oh, wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. It seems like a lot. It seems like 
we have not had anything to drink today, shockingly. No, nope. but it seems like I would enjoy all of that had I, like, not seeing it. I mean, hearing about it, it's very funny. But I would like to replay this. I can very, see, I can see how they're replaying it, the scene in her brain, and I would like to see it. Yeah. So that's where you're at. Oh my gosh, that's epic crazy. office or epic restaurant oh, the Christmas party. The one I'm going to tomorrow, I hope doesn't live up to that. No. It might be. The one you're going to tomorrow is like bougie. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. oh, waterfront at home. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Pinot Grish on like the tap. Oysters. oysters yeah. Yeah. All, like five different ways types yeah. of oysters. Char grill. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be great. And then my Christmas party is going to be super fun. I know. So to wrap all of this up, reminder, I'm having a Christmas party or holiday happy hour. Um, at Carolina Coffee and Crafts on the 21st, and y'all are invited. Yeah. But we'll talk about that. And we had a dry run for Hale's birthday party on Sunday. Read. And it went, mm-hmm. reads, I don't know, one of your one of my sons who has a birthday within mm-hmm. the next two months, within the same six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was great. Um, yeah. Well, we hope that you all are having as much holiday fun as possible. I have, we've been making a concerted effort. Yeah, we've been a blast. As much. I've, I've as done that time. I'm not Christmased out yet. No. So, not at all. Ready to go for yeah. the next two weeks. Mom and I have tickets to Holiday Inn. No, that'll be fun. Yeah, next Thursday. Really excited. Next Thursday is the really big holiday. Next Thursday on will be the holiday push. Yeah, for real. I think I have something like every day for like six days. Um, we're we've blessed with this beautiful Christmas tree thing that my mom also did make. Beautiful. Great job, Susie. I know. Yeah, so we're just really happy right now. We've had a lot of really great weeks and we've got to see a lot of you. So happy holidays. We hope you all have a great couple of weeks. But we want to hear your holiday Christmas party. I know. I want to hear your holiday Christmas parties. Uh, we'll tag it in the notes, but Hilton had Hilton Head, still fun at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social, Heather Malia Rath or Caitlin Lee. And we also want to wish everybody a very happy Hanukkah. And I am heading down to the park to go see the menorah get lit. Well, remember everybody that Hilton Head Island is still fun. <laughs>